Hey guys, this is Jennifer, and I am here to say congratulations. You have earned a fan badge. That's right. I am your fan because you're here listening to the Honest Ugly podcast. But guess what? Having me as your fan really isn't that big of a deal. It's about as important as the color of socks you put on this morning. Because really, it doesn't matter what I think about you. But you have a better fan badge from someone who does matter. And you didn't do anything to earn it. It's been freely given because God loves you and has called you according to his purpose. You, my friend, you are highly favored. And not because of you, not because of anything you do, not because of anything you don't do, but because God is a God who has chosen to love and approve of the people he has made. Today, we're talking about how we can rest in God's approval, even when we may not have the approval of the people around us And maybe even if we haven't really fully approved of ourselves. I got a notification that I earned a fan badge today on a social media account. I rolled my eyes because I think stuff is sort of stupid. And because it made me realize how many years I've lived trying to earn the approval of people. And sadly, maybe even trying to earn the approval of God. Well, there's no really trying about it. I can look back at my life and see that's exactly what I did. But as I clicked on that notification, God's Spirit whispered into me and said, Jennifer, I am your fan and you don't have to do anything to maintain it. And guess what? Neither do you, listeners. Maybe you do everything right so you feel like God is pleased with you. Or maybe you get most everything wrong and you feel like God is so disappointed in you. Or maybe you're a mix of both. Maybe you get some stuff right. Maybe you get some stuff wrong. And then you oscillate between emotions. You swing back and forth thinking God is pleased. God isn't pleased. God's happy with me. Now he's disappointed in me. And maybe you do it with people too. So-and-so is mad at me. Or so-and-so is avoiding me. Or so-and-so likes me again. Or so-and-so hasn't messaged me back and I don't know what I did to upset them. Wouldn't it be much more freeing if we could just rest in the promise of God and trust that He is well-pleased with us simply because we exist? He is well-pleased with us. And not because of anything we do or don't do, but because we are His. We belong to Him. He takes good pleasure in us. So today, three ways to find that inner peace so you can stop struggling with feeling like you're a huge disappointment to people and God. The number one tip I have for you today is to practice practice speaking and believing that God accepts you and loves you just like you are in this very moment. Not how you were in the past and not the potential that he sees in you, but right now in this very moment where you find yourself listening to this podcast. God's word says that you are chosen, you are approved, and you are accepted by him. And when we start believing that, like really, really grab hold onto it, not just as knowledge in our head, but this truth that we live from in our heart and our emotions, when we start doing that, We are less likely to be affected by negative comments or negative opinions from others. We practice loving who God made us to be by focusing on who He says we are. Not by what other people think about us and not what they say about us, but what He says about us. 
and by practicing extending to ourselves the very character that God extends to his people. Y'all, part of the fruit of his spirit includes love, patience, kindness, and gentleness. Are you loving who he made you? All the little unique details about you. Have you learned to love those? Are you being patient with yourself when you misstep? Or are you beating yourself up and withholding grace? Are you being kind to yourself even though you're struggling still? What about gentleness? Are you being gentle with God's child, with you, with yourself? If not, I would start there. Start treating yourself like God treats us when we go to him. If you're a parent, think about, I hope that you're not a harsh parent. I hope that you're a gentle parent. But just think about how you want to move toward your children and love and kindness and compassion and gentleness and grace. I know that always hasn't been my natural form of parenting, but as I grow and learn, he's showing me that I want to show up as that person because that's how he shows it for me. But I have to remember to show up for myself that way too, to offer myself gentleness and kindness and grace. The second tip I have for you is to ask God to help you see yourself as he sees you. Ask him to help you have compassion over yourself. Now, I don't know about you, but over my life, I've had a really hard time believing who God says I am. I could believe it in my head, but I don't think I fully embraced it. I listened to the voices over me that said maybe I was too much or too loud or too independent or too opinionated or too feisty or too whatever. But as I started listening to who God says I am, I realized that, yes, all those things are still true about me. I'm fiercely independent, and I am feisty, and I am loud, and I am a lot, but those are all good qualities. They're the qualities that God knitted me together with for a purpose. So we have to ask God to help us see ourselves as He sees us, and we can ask Him, We can ask him to help us have compassion on ourselves. Just like he looked out upon the crowd and had compassion on them because he knew they needed a shepherd. Y'all, he knew they needed help. He knows we need help. He knows we are but dust. We need him to breathe life into us. When we can confess that we are dependent and we need his help, That's an invitation we give to him to be the ever-present help in times of trouble, just like he promises to be. We invite him to live life through us. But we have to start conversing with God. Guys, we can't ignore him and then expect his peace to rise up in us because we can't live in opposition to who he is. We can't live in opposition to who he says we are. His spirit is peace and His spirit resides in us as children of God. And if we're not leaning into who he says we are, we will never be at peace because we are living in opposition to truth. The very spirit of truth who's made his temple inside these bodies of ours. So if you're feeling at unrest, start by asking God's spirit inside of you. How am I living in opposition to your spirit of truth inside of me, God? Am I believing a lie about myself? Am I believing a lie about you? When we start lining up with the truth of who he is and who we are, the natural byproduct of that is peace. 
I am a walking testimony of inner peace becoming more and more a natural part of my day and a natural part of my being as I battle all the lies I've believed. The lies, I I can battle them with truth. The lies about who he is and who I am, I've believed a lot of lies over the years. And that's why I'm excited about helping women battle lies with truth because it completely changes our mindset and it completely changes what we can embrace about ourselves as we walk out these good works that he's called us to walk out. The third tip I have for you is that if you asked God what lies you're believing, he's going to either show you pretty quickly or he will start opening your eyes to it as the days go by. So my tip is for you to be aware, for your eyes to be wide open and your ears to be listening and looking for ways God's Spirit is nudging you from the inside to be aware of things. That might show up in a mindset, and a thought pattern. It might show up when you're triggered by somebody else. It might show up as emotions. It can show up in a lot of ways. You can be out in nature and God spark you to have a thought. But He's going to nudge you deep from the inside. And you might not even know where it comes from. But just assume that it's it's an invitation from God to be aware. Think about it. Like if fear of judgment from others creeps up, talk to God about that. If you find yourself in a negative mindset that is spiraling, invite God into the emotions associ- associated with that. Ask him the hard questions. Ask him, search my heart, God, and show me. Y'all, he does what we ask when we ask Okay, let me rephrase. He does what we ask when we ask things that please Him. That's right. He answers our prayers when we pray things that please Him. And I assure you that it pleases Him for us to ask Him to help us. He's always going to show up to help us when we ask because that pleases Him. He's always going to show up and search our heart and show us the ways that are against Him when we ask Him because that pleases Him. He is going to help us be aware. He's going to help us heal. He's going to help us grow. And he's going to help us surrender. And when we ask him to do those things, he will answer them because it pleases him to do so. So if you find yourself thinking you're a craphead, that probably wasn't the best way to phrase that, but let's just go with that. If you find yourself thinking you're a craphead and you keep kicking around the same old crap year after year, Challenge that thought with who God says you are. He never has said you're a craphead. Nope. He says you're a royal priesthood. He says you're worthy. He says you're qualified. He says you're the best thing since sliced bread. No, he doesn't really say that. I say that. But he is crazy about you. So much so that he knows the details of everything about you and he still loves you. You know, people find out more about us as they get to know us and maybe they like us less. But God, he knows everything about us and his love and his adoration over us doesn't change. He loves us just the same, knowing all the details about us. He knows what you did yesterday that you're shaming yourself over, but he isn't phased. He knows your lack of skill set of about or over the thing he's called you to do, but he isn't stumped by your inadequacies. He knows the pride lingering in you, the fear, all the ugly that we are oftentimes hesitant to be honest about. 
be honest with all the ugly because if it's surfacing inside of you, that's most likely God's invitation for you to just admit it to him and ask for help. He's not showing you things so that you'll fix them. He's not showing you things so you can make a list of the things that you need to tackle in your life. No, he's showing you things so you can be aware of what to ask him to help you do. He isn't asking you to fix it, guys. He's asking you to ask him to fix it. He's asking you to invite him into the healing process. He's asking you, he's giving you an opportunity to invite him to do what he wants to do in your life. He is not invasive in such a way that he is not gentle. He will come and invade our heart, yes, and consume us, but he doesn't just charge in and and demand. He wants to be asked. He wants to be invited, and he has the best plan of healing and fixing and growing and changing and refining all these things. He's not asking you to do it. He's just asking you to ask him to do it. So I'm going to end today with a prayer over us. God, have your way in us today. Surface all the things that you want us to ask you to help us with. God, we know we are wrecks of messes. And we feel like maybe we've got a lot of time to make up. Maybe we feel hurried. We feel rushed. We feel like we've wasted so much of our lives kicking the same crap around over and over and over again. But God, your time is not our time and your ways are not our ways. So we ask you to meet us in these moments. Meet me in my moments and meet my listeners in their moments and bring to the surface of our minds and our emotions and our awareness and simply guide us into the practice of acknowledging all these things to you, God, and asking you to have your way in our lives. Thanks for meeting me in this place, guys. You are faithful podcast listeners, and I really am a fan of yours for showing up here and listening to me just share what's on my heart. I am excited about what's ahead here as we dive into God's promises, our identity, and how to walk in freedom and peace as we place our hope and trust in those promises that God has offered us. I'll be back. But until then, join our free Facebook community. I'll be more active in there soon. I would like to promise. Snag that link in the episode notes and you can join that community. And you can head on over to jenniferkindle.com. The website's still in the works, but you can jenniferkindle.com. That's J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-K-I-N-D-L-E.com. And you can go ahead and subscribe to my coaching newsletters. You're going to get coaching tips and insights once a week straight to your email. And you'll be notified of the courses and cool content that's coming up in the months ahead. Oh, and I'll go ahead and attach the identity printable in the notes too, just in case you have no idea who God says you are. You can print that out and read them out loud over yourself every day, several times a day, and especially when your mind starts spiraling into a pit of negativity. And as you're reading those out loud, ask God to help you believe that they're true. Remember, nothing you do will make God love you more, and nothing you do will make Him love you less.